deep squat I position. Know, I know, <laughs> If you're not lunging, you're losing. That's what I say. Well, welcome back to the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. It has been a hot second. It's been a few weeks, and we're finally in 2020. We're finally in conference play, so we actually get to talk about some basketball games that are meaningful or we're going to pretend they seem meaningful after a very uninspiring December. I'm just going to be straight with you guys. What do you think? Yeah. You mean in terms of it being uninspiring? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was uh, It was cold, dark, and gray for the ACC. No doubt about it. Indeed. Well, I'm your host, Luke Neer, and to my left is Taylor Pilkington, our EP. I'm here. here. On the ACC Basketball Degenerates. Alive. And Present. America's <laughs> been waiting for his return, and here it is. Mike Jaff is in the house. Vegas Mike. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, really, though, you, I don't even know if I can hold the title of Vegas Mike, because you have actually been to Vegas more recently than I have. I did, and you two went into hibernation, and I tried to have some sort of semblance of, a, of an online presence. I am the poet laureate for Markel Johnson, by the way. It's me. It's not either of these two clowns, everybody. I want America to be very clear about that. Uh, and, but while you were watching, you were watching Markel Johnson in Vegas. Yes. Christmas in Vegas. It was around Christmas. It was, yeah. around it was close Christmas. enough. That what, was the, was the, the, the Bellagio cheery? had a big old white tree and <laughs> Did it just, really? just tacky Santas just <laughs> hanging off every wall. So that's all you need to know. That's great. So you're in Vegas, like living it up out there, and Taylor and I are in Florida with just like with the older folks, just doing laps, walking around their neighborhoods. Lots of dogs and stuff. We are yeah. the older <laughs> folks. Yeah, we are the older folks. I, yeah. I know I'm getting old when I walked on the beach and I'm like, oh, that's a nice shell. Yeah, and I pick it up. Yeah. yeah. I was I was going like caw we're snowbirds and none of the older people liked that when I did that. Oh man, I wish I was there. I would actually have traded places. <laughs> oh, I, it's and funny because I would have I would have traded with okay. you as All well. Right. <laughs> yeah. Great to ride around a gated community in a golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you uh, but yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. And I I was excited to hear about your your loss. I guess on what was it? You said it was a Markel Johnson layup that blew yeah, the, blew yeah, the yeah. Auburn so line I, for I you. I was going to write more poetry, but then that ended. Um, <laughs> All the that's, thoughts that I had in my head. Yeah, that's the worst. It's, it was over after that. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not giving the people any more of what they want. Yeah, it's not happening anymore. So yeah. you guys are up next as far as the next poetry session. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. Other I have than a few pieces. That, yeah. The Duke Blue Devils have proved me wrong ever since I was. I did. I don't know how many victory laps after this Stephen F. Austin game, but you know what? I'm gonna have to like retract those victory laps. They're the team to beat in the league. They're playing great basketball. What else has happened? The demise of North Carolina. We will certainly talk about that. NC State, um, maybe fooling us again, but then we realize they're still NC State. Yeah, right, right, right. You're like, oh, maybe they're not that bad. Oh, no, they're still NC State. They just get blown out to Clemson. Yeah, you look at their resume, you're like, you know, competitive (laughs) against Memphis. Yeah, they were in the Auburn game, and they beat everybody they were supposed to beat. Yeah, yeah. That Wisconsin win keeps looking better and better. And then (laughs) then we realize they're still NC State. What else is happening? Somehow Virginia's 3-0 in conference play, and Florida State, I think, is the top contender to the Duke Blue Devils to win the regular season. So good. So good. Timeless. That's a brief little um, set of cliff notes. Yeah, I would like it if we just faded out right now. Thank you. See you in February. Later. (laughs) Call us um, for the ACC tournament. We'll be there courtside. Oh, yeah. Oh, the ACC tournament. Back in Greensboro this year? Is that Thank right? God, yes. Yeah, back home. We don't even have four teams worthy of double buys. They should just give out three <laughs> double buys. I think that's what they should do this year. 
Like, whoever that 14 is. You know, is- we're going to approach this on the show tonight because I approached it on my day job show, um, which goes over the airwaves. If anybody uh, would like to tune in, you can listen anywhere on, oh. in America or in the world. Look at that. At WINA.com, 6 to 8, every single weeknight when there's not a UVA men's basketball game. Okay? okay I always, I always feel good. a little bit unclean coming in here recording with you, knowing that every day you record with someone else. Well, <laughs> well, here's the question. I feel dirty. I need a shower every Here's time a question we pose, and I'm posing it again. Who's the fifth best team in the ACC? I think we could probably oh, say who the it. four is. I have it. Georgia Tech. I thought Georgia Tech's the Dead line. Silence. Like, <laughs> Georgia Tech. Is Georgia Tech the line? I think Georgia Tech's the fifth best team. I do because I don't. I think they are the line. I think everybody else after them is totally embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the fourth best team in the ACC? And if you say Virginia, I mean it'll be sad. Yeah, it, I'm not, they, can't they argue are. too much. They okay. are right now. Yeah, they have to be. Yeah, yeah, they probably do have to be, <laughs> which is such an indictment. Yeah, I, yeah, UNC is back there, number six. You know what? Sometimes it is fun watching disaster unfold and dumpster fires mm-hmm. going up. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of another good analogy, but that's this season. So I think we just need to glorify it and celebrate it and embrace it. So, oh, I think it's great. Look, can we start with Syracuse? Yeah. Oh, man. Mike, it's t- like they okay. can't get any worse. You I mean, talked about the fall of Syracuse in our season premiere episode. Yes. And how it's a story not being talked about enough. Right. And I'm here for it. And I'm here for the Syracuse fan base. I'm here for the majority of the fan base who they're done with Jimmy. Um, but like Hyman Roth and Godfather Part Two, he's been retiring for twenty years and he's just yeah, he's just gonna keep lingering around. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's a few old Syracuse donors who like remember the mellow run and some of those wars with um John Thompson, but there's such a small fraction of the fan base. I think the rest of the fan base is checking out, and that's why we're seeing the bleachers pop up bright and clear at the Carrier Dome. Bright orange, yeah. Yeah, we're seeing the Carrier Dome bleachers all over Uh, the place. Counterpoint, have you heard about this kid, Joe Girard? He's scrappy. (laughs) He's from upstate New York. You know, he's a shooter. Just a real, real I mean, the the weird thing is that— Have you seen his goatee? No, he has a goatee now? Must be wintertime. Has he oh, always yeah. had one? Oh, yeah. yeah as oh, as, as a fellow facial hair guy, I support it. Well, I mean, this, I mean, this is, this the is weird not the 90s, thing. Joe. The weird <laughs> thing about Syracuse is that Fashion the, is offensively, they're actually so much better than they have been in previous years. They can actually shoot the ball a little bit yeah, this year. Buddy, like, what did he go off for? 25 in the second half against Georgetown? Yeah. But he still lost by, like, 10. Right, right. Yeah. And but and if you look at their losses, the teams that they've lost to, with the exception of Notre Dame, who I love, but, you know, is not very good. Um, but their, their <laughs> other losses, you know, really aren't that terrible. You know, I mean, like, those are all good teams. Virginia, Oklahoma State, Penn State, and Iowa. I mean, I think those are all teams that make an impact in the future. So, you know, maybe, maybe, I really enjoy watching Syracuse struggle, struggle but maybe they're actually going to be pretty decent in ACC play. Maybe they squeeze out a top five finish. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we haven't seen the uh, seen the best of them yet. So, I don't know. I I, I'm so ready to like kick dirt on Syracuse and have them be terrible. Um, but I don't know. I think with the how weak the ACC is, 
I think they could su- surprise some people and sneak into the top five. Well, one thing that is nice for us, because this is the dirt kicking segment, okay? Don't rate on my parade yet. We're, we're going to glorify some beautiful dumpster fires going on. Let's talk about the Miami Hurricanes. Oh. That's somebody we could, um, no, that's, that's a, we could that's shovel a on. That's a sure fire. That's a sure fire. Taylor, one. do you have any words? I remember you sent a text to the two of us. I think it was during the ACC Big Ten Challenge. <laughs> And you firmly, in all caps, said, I never doubted Jim Laranaga for a minute. <laughs> and you were taking a victory lap like I was doing during the Stephen F. Austin game. Was that, that was the Illinois game where they were up by like 20 and then almost right. gave it back in the they, last yeah, five they minutes They really or did yeah. almost give it back. And the only reason they were up 20 is because Chris Likes was playing out of his yeah. mind on that game. Well, if you look at the like numbers, similar to Syracuse maybe, Miami is... 17th overall in the nation in offense per Ken Palm, uh-huh. which is crazy to me. If you ask me to like guess what they would be at just with the eye <laughs> test, I would not say 17th. <laughs> yeah. And then their defense is so 223rd. Bad. It's They're so, so just bad like, defensively. Like a sieve, just like everything gets through. Yeah, uh, right. I think it was a terrible loss to lose Dang Gak for the season. I'm, I'm going to start. Poor Dang. I'm already making excuses. I know, yeah. Um, I just. Yeah, I, I, I might have given up on Miami now, except when it gets to... Might? Yeah, might. Okay, right. I still hold well, out hope. Just, something about... I'm an optimist. I'm it's an good op- to see you haven't changed over the holidays, okay? Right. right. Glad, glad you're still they yourself. Did, they beat a decent Temple team, and they beat a good Illinois team, but I I don't see them staying above 500 in ACC play. There's, it, okay. There are so many better teams. Who's your candidate to finish in the cellar? Mine's Boston College. Ooh, man, Boston College... What a mess they but are. But they do have two wins already in the conference. Do they? Yeah, it's like a yeah. head start. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, the, but see, that's the thing. You got to give them a little little push, and then they then they trick you, and then they're going to fall down. Yeah, it's at like the that end. Boost, boost in Mario Kart, you know? Yeah. I'm going I'm gonna go with Clemson. I think Clemson is the worst team. And I, mean, I, I really they're don't think it's close. They're a candidate. <laughs> they're, they're, they're available they're to fill that slot. A candidate, yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be Boston College, too. I mean, Clemson, you saw what they just beat. Uh, NC State. They're always going to have those games at home where something weird happens, and they'll win. They'll pick up a few wins there. It's you know, it's yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Ugh. I no no. They're terrible. Clemson is bad. They never should have given Brown all the extension. I mean, you know, they're they're a team that takes. I think a. Uh, what is it like? Some of the most threes in the entire country. I think they take like forty six percent of their shots are threes. But yeah, they they don't even shoot like they don't even make a third of them. I mean, they're a terrible shooting team and they have no inside presence whatsoever. I mean, Amir Sims is good, but he's he's not going to be able to compete in ACC play. <laughs> a year of the big, if you will. Um, Clemson, Clemson, no bueno, no so bueno. For me, when I think about like year long narratives, as a person who makes excuses for every team that he likes, Luke, you know. This is when you say amen and chime in. <laughs> Always, I, I find something good to like about every single team. I'm I, just nodding along. Yeah, yeah, he's just nodding sagely. Uh, this year is like the one year where... You're struggling. Yeah, I'm struggling. I'm I'm, a, I'm doubting myself. And all the teams are suited to it because all the teams, I feel like, are vi- all the teams in the ACC, many teams, are very one-dimensional and they are not like playing not to their strengths. You know, you talk about... Uh, what Clemson's three-point shooting Syracuse weirdly I checked the numbers shooting the 10th highest three-point attempt rate in the nation yeah which never used to be a Bayheim thing until the last like four or five years and I have complained many times on this podcast about how I feel all those threes are like just 
poor shot selection. They should do something better, you know, get something. I don't know. Right. Most, of those, most sh- of those were just like yeah. Tyus Battle, like running out the shot clock. Old at the man top of shakes the fist at cloud type stuff. And this year, I feel like because so many teams, you know, even teams that are nominally near the top, I mean, Virginia, like, fantastic defense yada yada auto, you know can't find a way to score the ball to save their lives like can't can't pay someone to take a shot like <laughs> if i had a nickel for every j huff passed up three-pointer yeah we wouldn't be recording you know <laughs> with cheap beer you know this in, is in these, cheap beer yeah. yeah i can't I'm believe so, you brought this i feel well, like don't a depend third on shi- me okay we lost here. our beer sponsorship <laughs> so now we don't get it free anymore yeah, it's a rough the year for the ACC. There. It's a rough year for us. Let's yeah, just be honest. Right. Can that's we be right. honest with the yeah. audience right now? I mean, now? even mm. is it time to talk about UNC? <laughs> no, here's, here's my question, okay? what's What would be the bigger storyline in the 2019-2020 garbage season of ACC basketball? What's the bigger storyline if it, at the finish, Syracuse finishing in the cellar or Carolina finishing below 500? Ooh. Overall, with overall record below 500. Which would be the bigger storyline? Carolina, for sure. I mean, that would be the wrong choice because, you know, at least in Carolina, you know, you can make an excuse for it because of the injuries and stuff. But, I mean, I agree that would be the bigger story. Did you say plural? What's that? Injuries plural? Yes. In, well, I mean, they, they have a couple other. I mean, didn't, uh, what's his name? Brandon just went out, right? Oh, oh man. Just go <laughs> tell it on the mountain. No wonder. I mean, Brandon yeah. Robinson, the beanpole. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, my favorite, what, Roy has been tremendous this year at the podium. It's been must watch aftermath content. He called he, the last game good. I hope you talk He also about talked guy. about how Brandon Robinson, I, I don't know how he stays so skinny. I don't know if he can bottle the formula. You know, billionaire. I mean, we eat so much on the road. I don't know how he's still being bold, but that's just where he is. Um, that was a great moment. But he also talked today about how this is like the low point in his career and his life almost. Oh, did he really? Not Maybe not life, but I, I'm exaggerating. Oh No, he, you're right. The, he's dir- depressed. The direct quote was something like, this is the worst I've ever and the fact felt that he as tra- a coach he, or he had, something like oh, that. He tried to no. get him to go. He got him out and ran sprints before the second half of Georgia Tech just to try to embarrass them, but that didn't work. Like no, Nothing is working for this team. Wow. They just don't have it. And secondly, who knows how engaged they are? He questioned how engaged they are. And personal story in Vegas, I'm walking the strip, mm-hmm. final night there. Guess who I run into? The North Carolina men's basketball team. Armando Baycott is shirtless and he's wearing like one of those <laughs> what are those um, you know, the winter jackets everybody wears which are lightweight and you know have the bubbles puffy. On them. Yeah. Like a puffy coat? Like a Patagonia. Yes, exactly. Like the the unofficial uniform of 35 to 55 year old white men across this country? Yeah. Like a white puffy coat like, that's black? Like I'm thinking about going hiking, <laughs> you know, but you know, I'm probably not. the ones with the bubbles. Not. The bubbles, you know. Yeah. Oh, like bubbles like, a, oh, you mean like a like a packaging material? Like I push it and it no, pops? No, I know exactly. The puffy coat, Patagonia. You know what I'm talking about, You're Taylor. going to uh, the brewery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Act like you're outdoorsy. Right, right. Yeah, Story yeah. Story of yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. He just had one of those on and no shirt underneath. And um, I mean, he had, I guess he had... He was rolling with everybody else, so your boy Playtech and uh, and all the above were there. And, Go on. And I was just all I had to th- say was, while well, I was crossing the street, I was waiting to cross the street with him. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not on in on this team at all. 
Just that, that near sight. See, you say that, I've suddenly perked up. I'm so much more interested. I was ready to, you know, pour one out over the tombstone that for the team. Now you're that back used to in be because UNC. I told now you about yeah. Baycott and the shirtless. Uh, Absolutely. Why would you wear, story? Why would you be shirtless with the jacket? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it seems like make a really because those jackets shape. are so good, you get hot underneath. You're right, right. Well, that's true. They're so lightweight. <laughs> Look, listen. I, that was the end of the story. I didn't I, have anything else. That, that love, was the story. Well, and Joel Berry was on your plane, wasn't he? Didn't you text me that? Yeah, uh-huh. uh, that's pretty cool. And that was for the UCLA game. Uh, yeah, that's and they won that game. Yeah, have you seen UCLA play basketball? <laughs> but still, they won that game. Yeah, it, they're not a good team. UCLA. I still. mean, look. Okay, I have a lot to say about UNC because I am not a North Carolina fan. And just in general, just well, no. The, I love the state, but you know, what are you the, talking about the Tar Heels? Not a huge Can fan. You clarify of general, yourself. Full disclosure. <laughs> but uh, I was sad watching them. You know, just get blown out at home by Georgia Tech. Mm. It was it was sad to me. Um, you hate to see it. It was like watching a man dig his own grave. Um, the game was over ten minutes into it. You know, the score was thirty to six. The players looked thoroughly done with the game. Like, I mean, this, it was over. Playtech was already thinking about his like FIFA career mode player. The, the game was over. Things were. I mean, they could not. Oh my god! I like it. Was, they were. It was like dunk they, city. They wanted to be anywhere but Tech. on that court. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Moses Wright, Alvarado looked like they should be first rounders. You know, Banks was just like doing crazy shit. It was. It was wild. It was just like a snowball, everything terrible. Death by a lot of million big cuts. Anyways, like it was 13 minutes before, it was longer than 13 minutes in the game before UNC scored their first basket from the field. Wow. Whoa. Which is just like ridiculous to me. Well, uh, you know what? I think they kind of deserved it. They went away from who they really are. They went for this whole grad transfer thing, which has been a catastrophe, right? Can we yeah. can we say that? Yeah, that, Christian oh Keeley, the transfers have been awful. He's, what is he shooting from three point land? Twenty percent, maybe, well, if that. They all the grad really transfers were like getting the ball just ripped out of their hands. Uh, a Pierce tried to guard like I don't know right or something on the block one time and just stood there immobile like completely frozen just like how are they so bad at move. basketball what, what was Roy thinking well at least they're they're done after this year so I mean I what happened I mean without can I say something I'm out on grad trade first it just, just doesn't work general, out it just, just doesn't work out like Gibby he's the poster child right now for the grad transfer I think Cameron McGusty was it Darius Thompson Miami has been pretty with good. Western Kentucky yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good example. I mean, yeah. That... Fresh Kimball's been pretty good. Not really, no. <laughs> I'm really bad at this Louisville team right now. You are. They I'm disappointed mad. you. They have. That, i.e., you've lost money on them recently. <laughs> well, let yeah. me just say one more thing about UNC. I don't and... live in Vegas, Mike. I don't. Oh, right, right Let me right. say one more thing to get anybody who listens to this podcast who's a UNC fan up in arms, and then we'll move on to Louisville, because I mean, it's important to talk about, is you remember the Matt Doherty years? I do. Just that's it. That's a, that's the only thing I have to say. Remember those times? That's what this feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat next to him once at a basketball game when mm. he was no longer the coach. Yeah, I think I you was know, with you at that. Game. I also sat next to him on press row for uh, a VCU game at the Siegel Center, and you were right next to me. I was there. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Are, are you referring to this? Yeah, I also saw the UVA game one time. Okay, too. so we're all sitting next to Matt Doherty. Yeah. On a, on a I mean, message. he's just there. I He's did a scout. too. It was a, we found the same location on rubmaps.com. <laughs> <laughs> Shared a massage table. Guys, next year, Christmas, hear me out. 
us on the strip. Armando Baycott, shirtless, <laughs> Matt With Doherty. the coat on. We're all of us there. Dude, now I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> now I know what I'm going as for Halloween. I'm going as Armando, Armando Baycott in Vegas. We're well, going to have to get like a fake tattoo because <laughs> yeah. it was definitely showing. Secondly, what's your point here that the Darty team eventually grew into seniors who won the national championship? Is that your point? Yeah, I guess maybe more well, the I'll, early I'll tell times. you what. Like, this is... I don't think Cole Anthony's going to be around in like no, no, three years. He's not. It's just. I also don't think Armando's going to be around. In you know years. what? Garrison Brooks is wasted on this team. That's my point. He hasn't been very good either. I mean, he single-handedly tried to claw them out of that last game. He's. Yeah, I can't say too much about him. All right. Not I, even to mention the Wofford, et cetera, et cetera. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, losers of what is it? Seven of their last ten. Who's the biggest <laughs> disappointment? Like Icarus, they flew too close to the sun. Biggest disappointment on Carolina, Leaky Black. Uh, no, because I never expected that much from. Him. I don't yeah, I didn't no, understand the hype. I mean, I I agree. People like Leaky Black, but he he needs to be on the right team. He needs to have a complement of players around him. I mean, to me, I I think you're dead on with the grad transfers. I mean, yeah. I had high expectations for Keeling and Pierce. Pierce in particular, awful. I watched him in the CAA all of last year. I thought that he was a really good player. So he's been really a disappointment this year for. I, this for is me. just like a a gut check for me. This this podcast is just going to turn into Taylor's like um, psychoanalysis, but uh, I picked them to win. You the mean ACC this specific this one? It hasn't yeah. been like that for three oh, years, you oh, four years. Oh, I, I picked them to win the ACC on this show, and it was on the show, I believe. And it was like many decisions I make in my life where I know I'm making a bad decision in the moment, but mm. you know I just continue. The there's a German word for the human impulse towards self destruction. I got it, baby. Well, what is the word? <laughs> I don't know. I don't look. I I don't actually have that much information. I just know that it's out there. It's a thing that oh, I feel. Thing that people say. Speaking yeah. of disappointing, I I have to talk about the Louisville Cardinals, and I say that I'm disappointed because I did pick them to win the league. And yeah. there's still time. There is still time. Here's my biggest question. They stopped running everything through Enoch. Yeah, they're great at the beginning of the season. And then they just stopped giving him touches. I could think of two games. Texas Tech was one of them. Mm-hmm. And Kentucky was another one. Yeah, they didn't really work to him until late no. in that Kentucky game. It didn't I mean, he's the most efficient player on this team. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody wants it to be Jordan War's team. Right. Even Louisville fans. Yeah. Shooting so well, Jordan War. Very, very happy for him. You know, I've been down on War, but he's not, I don't think he's someone that goes out and wins you a game when it matters. You know, last shot kind of guy. Certainly not a creator to me. I think he's a proxy for what Louisville is this year, which is he's very skilled, he's very, very good, a great scorer, not as athletic as the top-tier guys, doesn't have the creation to be like your 100% only guy. And they don't mm-hmm. really have anybody else. And it's not to me, it's not even an issue well, of going think, through Enoch. I think Luke has I, a good point. I mean, I think Enoch is a he's matchup sh- nightmare. He is 60% from the field. Yeah. yeah. Why don't I, I mean? And he's quick as all get out, dude. What I need to do is I need to find the strength and conditioning coach for Louisville. Have you seen how much weight that like Enoch has dropped or yeah. Dwayne, you know Sutton's traps lately? Holy cow! What the hell happened to Dwayne Sutton, man? He went from like doughy strength to just like mm-hmm. thick with two C's. I mean, I was just totally shocked. He also got a new hairstyle. Wait, <laughs> it's the hairstyle. It's the hair. I I think it's more that. They don't. Louisville doesn't really have anybody who can attack the basket and score like in isolation ball. They have a bunch of shooters and a bunch of like you think that big guys. Warwick can score an iso ball? No, I think he what can. Are you talking but about? oh, it's more by like he just like you cl- think that he's a product of the offense. 
No, I'm not saying that, but they, they, he's not a true like ISO dribble creator score in the sense that other guys are. And maybe I'm just reiterating the, uh, the point everybody's saying. I miss VJ King. Card. I miss VJ. No, well, he I mean, doesn't count. <laughs> but, but yeah, he's not He's not like Russ Smith or anything. Right. I mean, or not even, 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 even like about Russ Louisville. Smith I the did, other I day. I was, Smith. yeah, fond memories. <laughs> the sleeve team, remember? Yeah, the dude, little sleeves. I love him. I mean, oh man. I feel like so many teams we watch have tons of guys who can like get to the basket and create and no shooting around them. And Louisville has pretty good shooting around them and yeah. some like big guys, but they don't have anybody to like, and it's not just about it's initiating. A, it's not like, you know, fresh Kimball or Perry or anything. It's about somebody who can like be a threat going to the basket. And that's why I think they big, long defenses, Kentucky, Florida state, they're going to get swallowed up. by. Yeah. They can't do it. Their I, problem was they couldn't score. In the I have Florida a question for our Louisville listeners. Okay. Tweet at us at ACCB Ball DGens. How do you really feel about McMahon? Mm. You know what? He doesn't feel like he's shooting 42% from three. It doesn't feel that way, does it? <laughs> These must be garbage time threes that I'm not watching. Uh, I mean, did you I see him in the Kentucky game? Like, come on, man. Yeah, he's a little uh, And if I hear one more comment from the two announcers, whatever two announcers are doing the game about Dick Vitale, you know, he told Rick Pitino you know, about this kid, you know. Mm-hmm. If I hear one more of those, I'm just going to scream because <laughs> the guy's not that good at basketball. But look, I mean, Nick Mann is a complimentary player, and they just don't have – I mean, when they – Lost to, when they lost to Kentucky, Jordan Ward didn't have a great game and didn't score a lot of points. When they lost to Florida State, he had his career high at home. And I kind of forgive the Kentucky one. It's in Rupp. It's a whole thing, whatever. Those are both styles of teams that Louisville's not built to play against right now. Like, yeah. they could go play against, I don't know, some, you know. I'll who, tell you what, they ain't no Scott the, Wood. How's that for a reference? Scott, fans. Yeah. You make a Scott Wood reference? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know what he's up to it's right like now. like a poor, poor, poor man Scott Wood. Mm. Yeah, it's true. All right, that's all I had to say. He's smaller than Scott Wood, right? <laughs> Scott Wood was a big dude. Was he? Yeah. He like Luke, uh, what's the guy's name? Luke, what was his last name? If Luke looks it up right now, I bet you he was 6'5". Ooh. Malik Williams, great. man. He's He's the key. That's, that's who you I'm, think so? I'm hanging my hat on right there. That Malik Williams... Stephen Enoch, high low game. That's I mean, gonna bring Scott it Wood is six six. So I'm walking out of this podcast right now. One other question about, um, and I'm not trying to rain on Chris Mack's parade right here, but can we get Dwayne Sutton a little bit more involved too? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's just uh, he's just a bulldog now. He's not a he's not a uh, not a ball guy. He's just a little Dennis Rodman. Out also, there. Williamson has, has been a disappointment for me as a freshman. I, mean, I thought he was going to make all ACC freshmen, but um, who knows right now? Okay, that's enough on Louisville. Who else should we hit, guys? Broad themes. Who's popping off the page to you? And this can be either in a positive or a negative direction. Mm. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Florida State. I know that we already talked about oh, yeah, how the, awesome they've been this year. Yeah, I mean, how good has Florida State been? But, you know, the guy that I keep like coming back to who I'm talking about like pop off the page and who I've been impressed with recently, and I'm going to butcher this. Balsa Cabricia, I'm, I'm going to say. He he got injured in this, the most recent game. Um, I think it was to Louisville or Georgia Tech. 
Um, but I think he like sprained his ankle or something like that. But you got to see this guy play. I mean, seven one classic, <laughs> classic seven one Florida State big. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually a little undersized, um, but just huge. But sweet touch. He just reminds. He's got like a little bit of Jokic in him. You know, uh, you know, a little bit more in shape than Jokic this year. Your but... comparisons are just all over the place. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> I, I like. I like him. I mean, he's got great game. I mean, let me put it this way: he's shooting. 80% from the field. All right. I mean, I know he's only got 41 field goal attempts. He's made 33 I mean, of them. That's a still a I, decent clip. I mean, it's a decent, it's a decent clip. number of attempts. It's not it's not awful. I mean, it's, it's not like a small sample size. Sixth or seventh most on the team. I mean, he he provides a real bounce to them. I I I like him coming down the stretch. And he's only a f- uh, a freshman. Yeah, he's only a freshman. He's not going to get any minutes in any meaningful game. Oh no, no, he plays significant minutes in very significant games. <laughs> he's he's career be... high in minutes against North Alabama. <laughs> I mean, I yes, yes, I'm cherry picking. He he played a decent number against Tennessee and Peru. No, Purdue. no, no. This Peru. is this guy is must see TV. So that's <laughs> <laughs> that's you. That's my guy that's currently popping off. Must the see TV. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay, here let's look at Florida State's schedule for a minute. Okay. They're at Wake next win, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they have the Virginia game. I think that's a win. Yeah. Yeah. Virginia usually struggles against them anyways. Then they're at Miami. Mm. Win. I like them. <laughs> Notre Dame at home. Know. Notre Dame at home. I like That's a there. terrible yeah. matchup for Notre yeah. Dame. Then they're at Virginia. Mm. And awesome. it could be a loss. Yeah. I'm just trying to see a, a path for them to get level with Duke in the standings. Okay, because that's the theme of this episode, right? Yeah, I think. Well, it actually, comes the down... theme of this episode is dumpster fires, but um, <laughs> we do have to talk about the top. Right. So, right. I mean, they they play Duke on the road February tenth. I see them both coming into that matchup with one loss, maybe. <sighs> Where's Duke's loss going to come from? Is it Louisville at home? That's uh, like the only candidate. That's the only one you see. No, here's who Duke has next at George, at Georgia the, Tech, the giant killer. They're going to beat Georgia Tech. What a shame There's for no Georgia. way Georgia Tech's beating Duke in North Carolina in back-to-back games. It's just not happening <laughs> in our lifetimes. Not, not, what do you mean, Josh Pastner? Pastner's not shame. taking that Williams and Krzyzewski in one week. It's I mean, not happening. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. It's not like they would have like made the tournament anyways. What is a shame that they're ineligible for postseason play this year of yeah, all years? Yeah, yeah. What it do we think shame. about the Moore injury? Do you think it's going to matter? No. Uh, no. Okay. I, I, I mean, a little bit, yes, but I don't know. So here's Duke's next. It's all at Georgia Tech. and Banks and Alvarado. Right. Win. Win. Yeah. Wake Forest at home. Yeah. Even I, though they scared him last year. That was quite a game. It was a still game. a win. Totally different. Clemson. At I mean, Clemson, Clemson win. Clemson don't even show up. They don't even get off the Louisville, bus. That's the, they're, what are the, I think their only chance for a loss, I really. You, I uh, like I, the game before Florida State and Duke play, Duke has to play North Carolina. All right, Saturday night game. I in like Chapel Hill. I like Roy to pull out a little bit of trickery. You know, they say when a genius, you know, when they're used to having like their all of their tools at the, the at their disposal, but they're forced to like improvise. You know, they they can sometimes create magic. Okay, they can sometimes let, not just do what they've done. Let me tell done. you something. That's a perfect segue. And I think that's what happens there. And I that's like a great Roy segue when, we'll call into Anthony the Virginia Cavaliers. Oh, that is that's good. Yes. Because somehow Tony Bennett has magically waved his wand and this team is 3-0 in the league. Who have they been so far? Syracuse, Carolina, and Virginia Tech. Okay, that's not a bad one, two, three. Not bad. Yeah, they, they demolished Virginia Tech, and I was honestly I was very shocked, shocked about at, that. Uh, 
Bad game. They only scored 39 points, Virginia Tech. Their lowest point total since 67. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. Pre, I mean, this pre is Woodstock. like... <laughs> <laughs> That's how Mike dates Ben. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that pre-free love? Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Virginia thoughts. I'm going to lay them out there. Any sort of offense, they'll win a game. Like, that's your. That's yours. <laughs> that's my only take. Like, come on. So, not having key for that stint of games really did hurt, and mm-hmm. I didn't pay too much attention to it. But he's playing great basketball right now, and I was still really concerned after the Navy game. They uh, fell behind against Navy in the uh, second half. Yeah, and we I, watched that game, and I, I was about Florida. to say, "Good gracious, this could be uh, like a really, really rough run," but. Keys keep shaving down that cast a little bit every game, yeah. and it gets better and better and better. And I think the idea of this team just needs to be forget about the three point shooting, forget about trying to get these role player freshmen slash newcomers like Statman, Morcel, Walter Tensai shooting threes. Well, this team just needs to get to the rim. They need their bigs at the rim. I just want them living around there. Lobs, it's a great lob team. Mm-hmm. I want tip ins, just ugly baskets. Rebounds, putbacks from Key Diakite, throw Huff in the mix, even though he's been bad this year, I think, overall. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the identity of this team moving forward. And I think they'll be able to manufacture wins against the bottom. I I think they're probably right around fourth in the league. Yeah, it's a throwback UVA team. You know, it's like one of those, I don't know, like it's the year when all the cliches about Virginia and all the stereotypes are actually true. Yeah, it's yep, all true. absolutely it's terrible. They're finally the true. It's killing basketball. <laughs> Everything is awful. But they're winning. It's, yeah. it's the first time I've actually thought, like, wait, maybe everybody else was right and this <laughs> is terrible to watch. Maybe uh, I'm the one who's been wrong all the along. The one thing that they really need to change if they're going to really embody that persona that you talk about, Luke, is that they really do need to get to the line more, though. You know, they do, I mean, yeah. I feel like they can. That's a team that can live at the line. They are very physical. They can rebound the basketball mm-hmm. offensively. Um, they just need to get to the line more. But it, I agree that Braxton Key was out for a while. It did hurt them, but it's it's good to see him back. It is really interesting to watch Bennett's body language, and I, I can pick up on this so much better in person. That's why I just love in person basketball. There's nothing better guys right yeah Agreed. that's so true that's so, and every so, arena is so different that's the best part. yeah he's stepping out onto the court high-fiving these players for like uh, 10 second violations <laughs> it's amazing I, I mean how many high fives have been handed out to Marcel to Clark I mean he's like fist pumping got this bounce in the step you know hands on the uh the hips you know staring down oh. defensive calls he's got it for for tony bennett and, that's and this the is coming off of the last of the two years where you know they barely lost a game and he he's just been mr cool like just sitting on the right, sidelines right, right. Just for, for regular season games for i know in march game. he got yeah. he got pepped up a little bit but just the body language is like you said um feels like the magician who doesn't have as much at his disposal and is really trying to brew something up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's right. that was my tangent of Virginia. Next okay, team. So how do you nice. feel about just, let me throw some at you. Uh, Diakite is already taking the majority of the shots here. Diakite is not playing great either. No, I'm, but I think. For me. I, I think he's getting trapped. More. Get him the ball more. Don't get him the ball on the baseline, though. Try to get him the ball somewhere yeah. else on oh, the yeah, floor. No. Like, he's getting trapped at the baseline. He's doing like fadeaway jump shots from the short quarter. That's not what I want. I want those little Top hooks the in the inside. Top of the key, that little inside there, elbow extended, that sort of stuff. And I just want them living at the rim. I just want big arms. I mean, yeah. we talked about the year of the big. I don't think it's quite the year of the big because Carolina's bigs are disappointing. Louisville's bigs, eh, they've, they're not being used anymore. Yeah, they're not, yeah. And then then you do have Vernon Carey. He's still he's playing great, but yeah. 
Yeah, live at the rim, live at the line, and I think you they're not going to go after line. offensive rebounds. Though, is that could that hurt them? They're going a little bit more. To a the little, glass. They are a little bit, but you, you can see it against Virginia Tech. I mean, every time Clark was driving, and that's how Clark finished somebody layups. I think because he had almost like a safety valve of a big coming for maybe an alley oop or maybe get an offensive rebound, and he also just like pulled Beatty's pants down that game. I was not expecting <laughs> yeah. that. He wrapped him in like toilet paper and gave him like a. Uh, shaving cream mustache too. You do hate to see those. There's every once in a while, like once or twice a game, there's those Clark drives where he gets into the lane. And you're just like, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Ah! And he's just like, hold, he doesn't shoot it, it's doesn't so pass true. it. He just holds onto the ball and like comes down with it. It's a traveling call. We're done. Like, uh, uh, all right, what else, guys? Any other storylines oh, since man, we've last talked? Everyone else is so bad. I I I want to talk about Notre Dame. No, I Notre mean, Dame is good. Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame. Notre Dame isn't as bad as people thought that they would be. I know that I've been like waving that flag for so long. I feel like Taylor talking about NC State, but I also talk about Notre Dame like that, which should be a red flag to yeah. you right now. That should be a warning sign. <laughs> I mean, they beat they beat the amazing UCLA team we mentioned earlier. Um, you know, they they opened up the little second part of ACC play by beating Syracuse. They have lost to Boston College, which was a travesty. Um, but besides that, I mean, I still like this team, man. I, I think they'll do some damage in the ACC. I I really like Dane Goodwin's game. Um, I don't know if anybody's watched him yet, but great shooter. Uh, I, I like what he's doing for them. Um, really offers some versatility there. So The thing is, okay, so they shoot threes at a very high rate. I'm going to yes. repeat myself from every time I talk about them. Right. Their three-point shooting is improving from the beginning of the year. Oh, yes. And they haven't really played any good teams other than Maryland and Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I'm throwing out and North Indiana. Co- are we sure they're good? Yes, I think they're very good. You think they're very good? They're good. <laughs> they lost to Indiana by two on a neutral court. Indiana lost to Indiana they, on a neutral there court. There are moral victories in this world. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that Notre Dame, I was talking about Notre Dame lost to Indiana by okay. two. Yeah. I, I think that they could show us something. All right, so rubber match for me and you, Taylor, tomorrow. I know, huge game, huge game. They play NC State. All right, you guys have to make some sort of wager on this between the two of you. Yeah, what are you But I like both these teams. You want to drive down? I like both these games. Let's go to NC State. How do we feel about home? (laughs) Here's a question. This relates to this game. How do we feel about home court in this wacky year where everybody's bad? Uh, I mean, I. I, I like the uncertainty. So I think whenever you have uncertainty overall in a division, everybody feels like they have a chance. And I, I think more home, more better. I, I think that where people feel comfortable, I, I think that but, okay, I don't think the lines, if you're talking about it from a line perspective, generally, I think the lines are too generous. Generally, when, when home, home ACC advantage. play begins in January, the home teams just mop up. Mm-hmm. And we always forget that. But this year hasn't been the case. GT winning. At the ding dong. Right. Yet Pitt losing to Wake mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. What else am I missing? Louisville losing at home Louisville to Florida lost. State. Yeah. yeah. Just a thought. Mm. Interesting. Interesting trend. I, These I, things I think about during my day. Yeah, I can see that. You're just stuck here waiting for that 6 to 8 p.m. <laughs> slot. Just like, well, look at these recent trends. <laughs> like uh, other people you text. It's not like, a bad life. It really isn't. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's not. To be. And that's why I have you guys with me in my life. A lot of the text I'm sending is not to just keep in touch with you. It's to right. plagiarize any kind of thoughts that you have. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's good. You should have me on your show. 
I always try. Yeah, well, I will, I'll come on sometime. Yeah, I okay. I'm that. sorry, guys. I've been looking up tickets to this NC State Notre Dame game right here. I'm so you know, distracted. I, you I just made a day trip to Raleigh. <laughs> Yesterday, time. I drove down to Raleigh. I stayed in Raleigh for two hours and 45 minutes, and I drove straight back. So the time I was there was less than half of the time I was on the road. So it is doable, a day trip. You can huh? do it. You can make it happen. How far is it from here? Three hours and 30 minutes. Okay. If you go scenic 29, oh, which okay. I always do. Because you love the open road. Taylor, <laughs> yeah, how much to get us courtside for this? Matt, I'm, I'll tell you in two seconds. NC right. State fans, who's got the connect? Yeah. All right. I know you're out there. I know you're listening. Get you're us the down be- there. You're one of the best fan bases. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like we can get courtside. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. We but can... we can sit center court for like 115 bucks. Oh, wow. That's way more than it should be. For oh, ouch. Look, okay. Forget about the line for a second. Quote, unquote, the line. Me making air quotes here as, as we talk about What this. is the line? I, I, honestly, I think it's everything below Duke, Florida State, and Oh, oh you mean the, I meant the, like the line for the game. Oh, well, we'll talk but about that a, later. It's a six-point line. These are the teams. We need a new term for the line. Can we call we it do. like the dividing line? Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. I'm going to talk about the dotted line this year because the dotted line are Ooh. the teams that are still bad, but I have hope. I believe in them. I haven't given up. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. This is a mess. <laughs> Why terrible. can't you just commit? The line was like your first segment ever that actually stuck, and now you've created a dotted line. Ooh, did I hurt you there? <laughs> first of all, people enjoyed some of those interactive quiz segments, okay? Taylor Pilkey did Knowledge Quest Life Experience, which gotta, was, speaking of dumpster fires, one of yeah. the biggest of this entire show. We got show. a couple of emails. We got a couple yeah, emails. Yeah, I'm sure. Whatever about as well as your Dune book club. <laughs> none, none positive. None positive. <laughs> Hey, you're reading it right now because yeah, I let me tell you about the spice. <laughs> the spice must flow. Never a quote in the book, only in the movie. Just so you know. <laughs> we'll talk about riding the worm later. <laughs> uh, that's good. NC State above the line. Uh, Notre Dame above the line. Mm-hmm. Virginia Tech above the line. Syracuse barely above the line. Pittsburgh. We haven't talked about them. Above the line. I think Pittsburgh could do some things here. Mm-hmm. Miami, right under it. Everybody else underneath. Okay. All right. Thank uh, you I'm that. still Tell trying me. to regain my composure. After, after the, <laughs> I heard about the Dune Book Club. <laughs> the Dune Book Club was me encouraging Mike to read Dune, which I encourage all our podcast listeners to read, too. It has been enjoyable. So did you? Uh, I'm sorry. I just blacked out after that joke from Mike. But who's your fifth best team? Mike gave his. Yeah. Mine's Georgia Tech. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, assuming UVA is the fourth best team, which I'm, I kind of, you know, grudgingly accept. Uh, who do I think? I think it's got to be NC State. Yeah, it's NC State for sure. But they're so inconsistent. Look, nothing encapsulates NC State more than in their last game. When they lost to Clemson, so CJ CJ Bryce did not play. That's my excuse. Wow. Over here. Uh, which just side note, their defense is just abominable. Sometimes they get <laughs> lost on screens, they slip everything. But the, yeah, it's because why missing cuts? The, missing cuts. Sorry, the anchor I, is not there anymore. But yeah, they just oh God, it, it's terrible. But you look like you're in a bad place right epitome, now. <laughs> epitome of this great, like when the offense is clicking, it's fun to watch. Epitome of NC State, Manny Bates. 
puts back like a huge crazy dunk off a of like you know comes off the back of the rim high he runs down the lane jumps like soars grabs it puts it back whatever highlight etc cetera, etc cetera. and then are, literally are you, are you, are you, are you like trying out for a play-by-play job right yeah now? <laughs> yeah, give me a job. Give me a job. Uh, and then seconds later, he gets the ball like pretty much open underneath the basket, turns around, and immediately gets swatted like elbow, blocked with the elbow by Tevin Mack. What is like, the point to this to this play by play? This is the highs and lows of NC State. I'm just saying nothing encapsulate what what it is like to watch NC State basketball okay. more than these two players. How's DJ Funderburg? Is he back in shape yet? He has a very horizontal game. That's what I'll say to you. <laughs> Maybe they attach that boot to his left foot or something. Uh, yeah, it's... Well, you know what? You read my mind. It's time for the segment. That's one of my pet peeves. Oh, this, pet peeves? this week on Pet Peeves. Oh. DJ Funderburg not being in shape. Can you be in shape, please? I mean, I'm doing this on behalf of NC State fans. I'm okay. not this invested, but you read my mind as far as one of my pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's number one for me. Do you guys, next up, Taylor. Are you looking pet- for my pet peeve? Yeah, uh-huh. On anything. My pet peeve is not believing in teams. <laughs> staring deep into both of you, okay? Basketball is about hope. Okay, basketball is about hope. Okay, Bill. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more. Something, something, volcano, bicycles, Grateful Dead. You get it. You got it. <laughs> Pet peeve number two. People who have shopping carts in the grocery store and they go through the self-checkout line with about 29 items. Ah. Drives me insane. Should be preserved. No, this is they're, looking, they're looking at like their package of ham or their ice cream like it's a foreign object from the aliens <laughs> looking for a barcode. And, you know, it takes forever. You need a basket. Right, <laughs> basket solely. I'll just say, in first the of all, checkout line. You want to get your award points, so you got to scan that. Second of all, I'll just say. They close down all the registers to force you into the self checkout line. As a person who has gone through the self checkout line, with yeah. If you're shopping at one a.m., if you're shopping at midnight, sure. But like during the day when normal people go shopping, no. <laughs> they limit the number of registers. Uh, who has like a little card that they can scan for their rewards points? If I don't have someone to punch in my phone number, I'm raising I'm, my hand. I'm not right getting now. those rewards. You don't keep it on your keychain? No. How old am I? I mean, no. You should move to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep. It's probably all weathered and peeling. Like Look, I, I got twenty cents off my last gallon of gas. So <laughs> other pet peeves. We're You're witnessing. welcome. Yeah. I stopped global warming. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's good with the Iranian conflict. I'm sure that twenty cents will come into play. As the gas prices rise. Oh, this podcast got real, <laughs> really fast. I'm going to keep firing them off. Okay. Kansas basketball is a pet peeve of mine in life, in hoops, in general. Are you a Bill? You don't like Bill Self? No, I, I've just, I can never be on the right side of Kansas, no matter oh, what oh, I do. Oh, yeah. I, when you like them, they're bad. When they're bad, when you hate on them, they're good. Well, I mean, I was in Vegas and they're they playing Villanova, and I got sucked into that trap. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough one. That yeah. was a tough one. It was, I mean, Great not game. scoring in the final three minutes of play when <laughs> you have a four point lead, you can make it five at the line. Yeah. It's just inexcusable. Anyway, Kansas basketball, that's just a, everything about them. Mm. Um, Bill Self. As him, a bookie. <laughs> as a bookie, yes. All the guards of the past. <laughs> Graham Josh is Jackson. in the NBA right now. We need to get a check in on your feelings about the Pac 12. Surely they've evolved. 
We haven't finished pet peeves. Surely, <laughs> surely have another pet peeve in life. Mike hasn't had any yet. Oh, I don't have pet peeves. Okay, no, never mind. Okay, that's the end of the segment. How do you feel about the Pac-12? Yeah, let's go outside the ACC right now. We finished all our ACC storylines. We do have to pick games a little bit later on. But outside the ACC, this is like Mike's already giggling. He's glowing inside. He's ready to talk about some <laughs> mid-majors, so go ahead. I mean, all the mid-majors I like ended up being like the best teams in college basketball, yeah. which, are, which are like Dayton and Butler. San Diego State. Uh, San Diego State, yeah, who I love in the year. Uh, yeah, I mean. I'm all on. Give me a t-shirt that says San Diego State, 40-0. I'll wear it. <laughs> even Wichita State has made like a resurgence this year. I love Illinois, even though they're not a mid-major, obviously. But, um, I, you know, I, I don't know that a lot of maybe our listeners are aware, but what Richie McKay is doing down in Lynchburg, Virginia, with Liberty, I think, is uh, worth noting. Uh, they were recently dethroned of their undefeated ranks by LSU, but had a great run in the NCAA tournament last year, obviously. Um, losing to Virginia Tech. Losing to Virginia Tech. But defeating Tech, Mississippi but State. Beating Mississippi State, uh, losing everybody in our uh, cohort much money. <laughs> poor, oh, I remember Walker. Poor, yeah. yeah, poor Walker. Is it a bad place after that? Yeah, one? yeah, he was. That was great, though. Um, yeah, we had to leave him at home. <laughs> we all went out. We had to leave him. Oh, that was excellent. He's also um, a Carolina fan. Man, this is a bad run yeah, for Walker. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But anyways, um, but yeah, I think what I think what he's done over there at Liberty is uh, is worth noting. I think they're they're going to be in the NCAA tournament again. I think they'll be a favorite among most to uh, advance out of the first round. And who knows? Maybe even. In a year like this, maybe even make the Sweet 16. So, um, and and also just the overall resurgence of Richmond. I'll say, mm. yeah, I, I was. I mean, I thought coming would, up in a couple weeks, they play there. Dayton at home. That will be must see TV. I'm telling you, January 25th, <laughs> that game against uh, Dayton at home. It, they've been pretty good. So, I'm a little bit worried about Dayton right now. Are you? A little bit worried. Ah, uh, dude, don't be. Everybody goes down a little bit in December. It's cold. It's miserable. All your high school friends are at home playing around without you. That old girlfriend you had is meeting up with your best friend, and you're stuck hanging out in at a home. dorm. Yeah, with Obi Toppin, just like <laughs> making you play FIFA at two in the morning. I mean, who, who would get? Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, don't don't think too much about what happens during that time. Uh. Yeah, I, I still like them for the rest of the year. I think they're going to Yeah, so. me too. The, the top not, of the 18 is hot right now. I'm telling you. It is. I like it. it. ACU? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's lots to like. Even even teams like St. Louis and Rhode Island, I think, could even do some damage. So, anyways, um, I don't know. What do you guys got? You got anything that you like to see around the league? You talk a lot about the Pac-12. I've been impressed with the Pac-12 this hey, year. I don't talk a lot about the Pac-12. Hey, not you. Look, it's like I mean, no. <laughs> I just want to know Luke's feelings because you've historically been a you know against the Pac-12, and I think this year they're pretty good, even better than like what the numbers of their rankings would say. You know, I really like Oregon and Col- Oregon and Arizona, and I think Colorado is a very good team too. It is January, boys, and it is the month of resolutions. It's the month of people taking things off, even more so than Lent. I think at this point, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm taking off the Pac-12 for January. Oh, you, you can't. I'm just taking it off. Yeah. I'm not staying up. I'm not finding myself at 11 p.m. on some wild weeknight or this, weekend. This is a smart I'm not decision. doing that anymore. Yeah, this is Not good. for January. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm out. So, Taylor, yeah. well, so it's track. like the people that don't drink during January. Well, yeah. uh-huh. You're not doing the past. Yeah, we've already yeah, we discussed off air. I'm against dry January. I think it's a bad 
Uh, it's the wrong tack to take with your relationship with alcohol. So you know, come, come see me. I'm about. What's the opposite of dry January? Because that's me. <laughs> Call me a log flume. Because this January is wet. I'll never uh, forget one time Taylor <laughs> wanted to record be proud a pod. Of that for a long time. <laughs> Do you remember this conversation? Taylor wanted to record a podcast. This is like three years ago. Uh-huh. And I said, guys, I am so under the gun with work. And I'm super stressed out. I'm not gonna lie. This doesn't happen to me often. And then Taylor's like, "Drink heavily." That was his advice on the text message. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it helps me deal with stress every yeah, time. I, mean, I don't yeah. know what. The- what do you mean, old Taylor coping every day, pil- Pilkington over here? I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, the 21st century makes demands of us all, so yeah. it's tough. Let me just give you a little tip: if you're going away from Pac-12, if you're swearing off Pac-12, mm-hmm. I-, I am. The uh, non-alcoholic version of the Pac-12 is the West Coast Conference. Yes, it is. Really like the West Coast. I mean, Gonzaga, whatever. Yeah, cool. BYU is really good. BYU is hot right now. Pacific, can they they sneak in here? Pacific, do something. St. Mary's (laughs) a very good team. Oh, St. Mary's. Talk about a team I can never trust. (laughs) I mean, those those West Coast Conference games, fun times. Hmm. Let's pick some games. Tuesday. It's time. Tuesday. Let's mm-hmm. start out of the conference here. Are these only West Coast Conference games? Yeah, uh, we'll get to it later in the week. Don't worry. <laughs> I just want to pick the rest of St. We also I have to you. bring back our locks of the week, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've been doing well in this. Big game Side on Tuesday. Note. Ohio State at Maryland. Maryland's your one-point favorite. Mm. At Maryland? Yes, at Maryland. Oh, dude. Maryland all day. It's going to be a total blowout. Woo. <laughs> I, I just don't I don't I think Ohio State's I'm really early. glad the Ohio State Symphony has gone silent recently because mm-hmm. that was something I was not enjoying in November December mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. it's gone silent and I'm very happy for that vacation right. I also like Maryland in this game give me Can- the Turgeons did you see the Turgeon comments about um him not really having that many out of bounds plays ready right now and he's still working on the offense and sets Ooh, Very disturbing things to hear in January. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's never been known as a master practitioner, that no. turgid. <laughs> it's all a smokescreen. Give me Ohio State. Okay. Ooh. They pull it out. Man. All right, moving back into the ACC. We'll skip Baylor at Texas Tech. I like Texas Tech. Uh, giving one point there. We'll just, you know, a little extra. You're just dropping there. that in. Drop Is that in. game at Baylor? It's at Texas Tech. Oh, yeah, me too. Red like Raiders Texas all the day. Tech. Uh, They're so good at home. Virginia Tech traveling to the Carrier Dome to play Syracuse. Syracuse, your four-point favorites. Well, first of all, shout out to Mike Young. Love the man. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. His post-game, saw him in person, fielded questions for about 13 minutes. Wow. Looked like a real estate agent from Glengarry Glen Ross, just <laughs> like massaging his temples, squinting, hands like all over his face. And just being like, oh, heck no. <laughs> when somebody asked him, "Are you? Do you think it's good? You know that you're being battle tested this early? You know Duke, Virginia, Syracuse. You know on the road. He's like, oh heck no. <laughs> <laughs> love Mike Young. I, I really do. Great guy. We all love what Mike a character. Young. We're I mean, a Mike Young podcast. Very big personality. He's real with you. So I'm taking the Mike Youngs and the Virginia Tech sharpshooters to have a resurgence game, to have a regression to the mean game instead of shooting 425, which they did in Charlottesville, and they're going to bust up that Bayheim zone. Ooh. Give me the Mike Youngs. All right. Yeah, I'll, like I'll, I'll take Tech, too. Okay. I mean, I can't uh, go with you guys. On no, anything. you can't. I, I'm going to stick with what I said earlier about Syracuse You know, being a little bit undervalued right now. I'll stick with Syracuse minus four. 
I mean, the home court advantage is probably big in this game. So yeah, it, fe- it feels like empty a, seats. <laughs> it just feels like a Syracuse game, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. But remember what I said about my decision making. I'm taking Virginia Tech. All right. <laughs> Quick little bonus here. Seems maybe too good to be true. You decide. Virginia, six and a half point favorites against Boston College. On in, the road. In, in Chestnut Hill, yes, in Chestnut Hill. Mm. Mm. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, yeah, that seems like a trap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I mean, Virginia hasn't covered a lot lately, uh, but six and a half points on the road. Um, against probably the worst team in the ACC. I'll um, remind you that Boston College's offense is ranked 250th in efficiency in the nation. <laughs> oh, excuse me, 249th. I rounded uh, up. I guess I'll take just to be – I just don't really see how it works. But, yeah, I'll take Virginia. I, I'll take Virginia, minus six and a half. I think you got to take Boston College here. I think Derek Thornton, this is his time <laughs> coming back to his ACC roots. He's quietly Derek Thornton been not that great, but sometimes good. I don't know. Shooting twenty percent from three. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. never a good sign. Never. Well, Luke's gonna take Virginia, I think. Right. Mm. Am I buying a resurgence? That's what I have to ask myself. If this game was happening. Um, last week at this time, I would absolutely take Boston College, but I'm not going to now. I can't no. take Boston College. It yeah. screams Virginia. I mean, I'll just take Virginia and go down with that ship. Once it's a, it's a, I don't know. Derek Thornton is taking win. the most shots, like by far, on Boston College's team. Maybe mm-hmm. why part of why their offense might be that bad. I oh, mean, yeah, Jay Heath has been pretty good, but he's a freshman. They're asking him to carry the load. Mm-hmm. All right. Not, no. In the words of Jaffe. Next. <laughs> Let's move to Wednesday. A Luke near special. Oh. Kansas at Iowa State. Oh, there they are. There's the pet peeve. Kansas, your seven-point favorites. Ooh. Seven points. Seven points at Iowa State. Iowa State's not very good, Taylor. I don't know why you're like acting like this is a thing or you're shocked. Why are you shocked about this? Iowa State's not a good team. I think they'll surprise you. <laughs> They're seven and six. Well, I would like to jinx. <laughs> I'd like to officially jinx Kansas and pick Kansas. So, public, you know what to do now. I'm always on the wrong side of Kansas. So, I'm picking the Jayhawks. Take it to the bank. Cyclones, money line. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. No, that's just because I picked Kansas. Right, right. Just because yeah. you picked Kansas. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, everything inside of me wants to pick Iowa State. So, I'm going to take Kansas. I don't think, I think they're going to control the gas. Iowa State gets no second chance points. Uh, you just said everything inside of you wants to. Yeah, that's to how I know Iowa. it's a bad decision. I mean, <laughs> Iowa State's their game plan here is to try and force Kansas to turn the ball over, which they have had trouble with, and then to you know score, shoot a lot, and Taylor, yeah. have you been drinking a lot in January? <laughs> <laughs> dry January, dry January. I'm gonna. I'll take. I'll take Iowa State. I think this is, this is a great game for them at home. Um, I actually, yeah, I wouldn't mind taking money line here. I like it. Give, All me, right. the, give me that plus three twenty-five action. I'll take it. Okay. The next game that was for Luke. Next game's for Mike. I'm just baiting him because mm-hmm. of his earlier comments. Duke twelve-point favorites at Georgia Tech. Your fifth best team in the ACC. Mm. What's, who, the over, what's the over under? Who I believe you said would beat. 110, probably. This game is <laughs> I don't even so know. Slow. <laughs> this is um, the game, guys. This is my lock of the week. Take Duke to the bank. They're going to run over the wreck. Did you say 12 was the, the line? The line is 12. The over-under is 136. 
Wow, 136. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm with Luke. I would like to take Duke on that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. This is They're my lock, good. by the way, Taylor. This is your lock, Duke. This is my lock. There's going to be the Georgia Tech storyline. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. 13 point winners in Chapel Hill. <laughs> Let's not pretend like that's a thing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Especially without Cole Anthony. Yeah, I think you got to take Duke here, too. Yeah, yeah. Duke, Duke is very, very good. I haven't talked about them at all, but. Yeah, we haven't talked about good. Duke at all. And yeah. Matthew Hurt is um, becoming himself or becoming the man we thought he'd, he would be, or yeah. most of us. And uh, they're just thrashing people right now. Yeah, also, yeah, it's, it's normally, not, not against like a team full of practice dummies from Carolina, but normally Georgia Tech turns the ball over so much. Mm-hmm. And Duke is pretty good at forcing turnovers, so that could get real ugly. All right. So you're also on the Duke train yeah. at 12? Yeah, but it's not a lock for me. Okay. All right. What's next? The game. The game of the week. Notre Dame at NC State. <laughs> Oh, six points, right? Six points. NC State six-point favorites. Six-point favorites? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Laugh into the mic so people can hear you so they know what you're talking about. Oh, I think they can hear me fine. Oh, this is my lock of the week, and it's not close. Give me the Irish. Give me Notre Dame all day, all day, all day. I want it. Pay me. Pay me. <laughs> Luke, please tell give me your take on this before I uh, I'm not betting at NC State to cover six points. I can't do it. I cannot do it here. I'm sorry, Taylor. Dude, Notre Dame's defense is not good. after that showing against No way. Clemson. Can I give near this NC State team? I can't even write any Markel Johnson poetry for no. at least no. the month of January. I'm taking that off in January too. So <sighs> I can't believe they're favored. I guess it's at home. It's wild, right? This is that home court advantage in January. Like, listen, I still worry about this Notre Dame team more than you two. So Uh, I'm not like jumping in here with with you know full force like Mike is. Oh, give me that six (laughs) points, man. That's juicy. That's too much. That's too much. No, they might lose by a possession. Okay, yeah, but I think it'll be close. I am taking. Six Notre points Dame seems here. like too much. I think it'll be close to it. It is too much. And it's tough to do this, but I would take Notre Dame. But okay. I, uh, I was winding it's, up to give you like a let me tell you about my relationship with my father <laughs> and how it's leading up to this game and what it means to me. I was held too much as a child. I wasn't held enough. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, what was your that, direct quote from your mother? <laughs> a little neglect goes a long way. I, <laughs> that's true. She did say that. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end this podcast. Anyways, I don't know how to... Taylor, give us your lock before we sign off. My lock is Pitt plus five hosting UNC. We didn't even go over it that same night. Oh, man. That's a good one. That's a good lock. Also, plus special... five. Thurs- what? Thursday's your... Uh, that's, that's easy. Thursday is your uh, West Coast special. You got your Arizona at Oregon um, Pac-12 game and then BYU at St. Mary's. Oh, those are both good games. Yeah, take take the road dogs in both Arizona plus three and BYU plus four. Tell us okay. more about your relationship with your father. <laughs> we don't have time. That's another podcast. <laughs>